Esports.com. Welcome back to Big Red Esports. My name is Lexi. I'm the social media manager. I'm Jaden. I'm the Call of Duty game manager. And currently Sam and Z are out today. Sam is working and Z is just not feeling good. So Z, if you are listening and Sam, if you are listening, hope you guys are doing good today. Um, and welcome to all of our listeners. Uh, we finally have Jaden back from vacation. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Three weeks since the last show I was on. I think it was two or three. I can't well, I missed remember. two Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So that'd be... Three. Three? Yes, three okay. weeks, yeah. This is yeah. the third week. So. Mm-hmm. But you're finally back, and you're going to have a ton of updates for COD for us today, which is amazing. Uh, there's so much that I actually can't. I probably won't remember all of it. No, you're it'll, good. It'll yeah. come back to me. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there, there's just so much to talk about across esports as a whole. I think this offseason, uh, there's only a couple leagues going on, and a lot of them are minor and there's a lot of independent leagues that go on during this time but all the major stuff all the top tier pro teams are mainly done by now the only thing that's kind of stretching on is uh warzone but uh in this time we have had layoffs uh, as we've talked about before the activision esports division layoffs have been massive uh but we also heard in the last week that um, esports engine which was a partner of activision esports for their things also laid off 65 employees which does not spell good for the short term of the industry but i feel like it's going to be better for the long term if we can mm-hmm. actually learn the lessons the same thing happened uh going from the grassroots of pre-2008 to 2008 uh looking i looked at the history of it i obviously was seven years old i had no idea the only thing i knew about was husker sports mm-hmm. so I went back, looked at it with the the whole economic crash in 2008, and there was a lot of different things that went into why it didn't work out. It wasn't directly related to it, but it obviously had impact. And so the same kind of thing is happening. We're making the same corporate mistakes mm-hmm. at the at the top end, and uh, there seems to be a lot of executive push for squeeze every dollar out of it while you can, instead of trying to foster and grow it into something like. Uh, the NFL, the MLB, NBA, anything like that. But there's also a point to be made that this isn't any traditional sport. Uh, This is part of the conversation too. Uh, Keeping it grassroots is possibly the way to keep it alive. Having these leagues with franchising and stuff like that has obviously not worked uh, at any level. It Mm -hmm. just not worked. When you you have a league of 12 teams, which is insanely small, by the way, at $25 million to stay in the league year over year, mm-hmm. I mean, that's It's not just, sustainable. It's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what kind of money did you think you're making? You're not getting any TV deals. You're streaming on a lot of free Platforms. live streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, there's just so much that financially didn't make sense. And I think part of the, part of the revenue issue is the fact that there's a free place to go. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be something that's going to be a challenge for the future but keeping it in the moment these layoffs while i I mean obviously horrible for the employees who've made this a living and i'm sure they'll find somewhere else these guys were all uh handpicked by Mm -hmm. the previous owner and founder of esports engine and he was also a previous uh ceo for uh, he was a previous CEO for Game Battles, uh, which is also MLG. If anybody remembers MLG, they're still a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're definitely still a huge part of the Call of Duty scene, at least, with anything, basically anything Activision. They they help with 
tournaments at every level. So I could go onto their website, create a Game Battles account, and just start jumping into tournaments with my friends. And so it's, it's I mean, it's a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all these different orgs, they're, they're figuring out the, the corporate level. You're not going to get a ton of money out of this, and you got to play it really, really thin. Mm-hmm. you got to be bare bones, and you got to be kind of just uh, very sustainable. We're not sustainable right now. I think that's the lesson we've learned from these layoffs is uh, sustainability is the goal, but it right now is not the uh, the site that the executives have right now. I also think it's kind of interesting that in football and soccer and like all these other quote-unquote traditional sports, I'm using air quotes here because, you you know, like, yeah. but they had a lot of their layoffs during COVID, but esports boomed during COVID. And so now that we're slowly gradually coming out of, like you know having to be inside a lot and you know xyz we're now just starting to see all these layoffs because people are doing more stuff outside versus just being inside and having nothing else to do besides play games or to connect with their friends and everything which is kind of interesting in the industry a little bit and that's just my opinion though no it's definitely it's definitely a component of it and i think there's going to be a challenge it's still the the interesting thing to note is it's still growing Mm -hmm. i don't think viewer viewership hasn't stalled or dropped for a lot of the major leagues Mm -hmm. Uh, the only thing that really made uh, any league drop in viewership was actually switching over to YouTube from Twitch, mm-hmm. uh, at least any significant numbers. But it is something to note that, you know, this this does have a limit to some sense of of viewership in terms of unless it's a college and you've got that territorial basis. That's why pros don't work. You can't go territorial mm-hmm. because it's just not going to build in the same way. Well, I mean, Overwatch it's, tried it and now they're yeah. looking to switch how they do their whole entire league. Well, so is Call of Duty mm-hmm. because they tried to localize, but then they don't have local events enough. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. Mm-hmm. In, in the pro league, that's completely focused on online and you know, uh, a major or five majors inside of like a 10 month period, not even 10 months. It's like nine months now, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's just kind of one of those things where you can't localize it unless you're at the college level and you've already got that local fan base built up from other sport events. And Mm -hmm. that fan base is such passionate as us, you know, and with football here and everything else, everybody's, you know, it's all building, right? The hype is building around this program, especially, and uh, college is the only scene where I think localization works. And that'll be something that keeps college alive during the bad times of uh, the pro scene mm-hmm. or uh, even the semi-pro scene with challengers and academy leagues and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I, think, it's, I think it's sustainable. But it's mm-hmm. also uh, it's interesting to think about, you know, how, how to make that work with the viewership, how to reach new people when you know more people are spending more time at work or mm-hmm. more time outside and going back into the office or what what have you it's going to be an interesting challenge mm-hmm. well and um i feel like i just lost my train of thought to be honest i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i had a i had a good topic and then i just lost it um yeah i don't know well it'll come back it'll to come me. back yeah it'll, it'll come, come back. back but um you have some interesting news about cod and some some possible new <laughs> characters being added to it yeah so uh in celebration of the 50 years of hip-hop uh call of duty is adding three new operators <laughs> in snoop dogg Nicki minaj and 21 savage mm-hmm. uh snoop dogg is a returning character to oh, call really? of duty yeah he's been in 
three Call of Duties, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, he was a sound pack actually for Call of Duty Ghosts way back when. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. It was it was sick. I got to be honest. It like it, it made everything. Mm-hmm. He was the announcer for both teams, mm-hmm. and it, it was everything, every ad lib you could think of. Mm-hmm. And he just went in and did it like in studio. It was all intentionally done for Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And probably the best thing to ever happen, the best thing to ever buy for Call of Duty. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. And then he came back as an operator in Vanguard last year, mm-hmm. and he's coming back this year. But this time around, they're uh, actually making all the cosmetics transferable from Modern Warfare 2 to the new game. Oh. So he and all these other operators, and if you bought uh, Lionel Messi and other you know operators in this game, they will transfer over to the next game in November. So that's something interesting to keep in mind where they're adding all these cosmetics late. Mm-hmm. Uh, these cosmetics will transfer transfer over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very... A lot of games don't transfer cosmetics because they want that monetization of, well, this game's done for pretty much... You're not, you know, you know whatever. You're going to buy it on this one. So that's... That's really interesting, but yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good selling point too mm-hmm. for cosmetics of saying they do transfer. You're going to be able to keep them. Plus, it kind of it kind of gets rid of the let's bring back the same general thing, you mm-hmm. know, uh, or it, it opens up more creative uh, ability. So that's I mean that's cool. I'm not really one for cosmetics, but I am glad that my ghost skin gets a transfer over. <laughs> it's the only thing I got in this game was a mm-hmm. uh, was a ghost skin, which is one of the characters from the campaign. He's mm-hmm. uh, you know a niche community favorite. He's oh not a niche. He was all over my TikTok. Well, of, I mean like, that, that's people the memeing new, him before, about him being like really hunky and yeah. But before before know. this before this game before this game. Okay, okay. don't okay. give me don't hey come on. <laughs> Before this game, he was uh, kind of more of a lore side character, but he was in the original Modern Warfare trilogy. Was back... he in Call of Duty Ghosts? He was not a ghost, but that was the entire reference of the game. Gotcha. They, they basically centered on Ghost, and mm-hmm. the actual dog from the campaign was named uh, Riley, which is Simon Ghost Riley. That's his uh, full name. Okay. Uh, you know, I played the campaign, and I don't remember anything from it. So Really? Yeah. I mean, that was back in, like, what, like... Well, Middle school? Do you not remember them dropping tungsten rods on California? No. I mean, that, or like the, the space station mission was pretty cool. It was. You're anti-gravity it, and you're jumping around. I would have to replay it oh. to really. It's been such a long time. That's fair. That's, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. But it's definitely one of the better campaigns. And, uh, but it actually, to this day, interestingly enough, still the fastest time to kill in multiplayer. <laughs> I think it was maybe two-tenths of a second, three-tenths of a second wow. for time to kill. And Modern Warfare 2 is third at 0.34 seconds, I believe. So, mm. it, I mean, then we have the, the goaded perfection of like 0.45, something like that in uh, Cold War, which is, oh, that is nice. I hope we go back to that. Uh, but focusing on kind of the, the internal mechanics of Call of Duty for mm. just a second, we've had a lot of leaks about Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3 is what it's supposed to be. Uh, usually there's like a year in between, but where they gave Treyarch an extra year, which is the first time a developer's gotten four years to develop a game mm-hmm. for Call of Duty. Uh, and they kind of rushed Sledgehammer to make Modern Warfare 3, so we're not sure. They're using the same engine and a bunch of other stuff to kind of expedite the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know slide canceling, well, we don't know, but it's been leaked. Slide canceling is coming back. Uh, the red dots on the radar, which were gone in Modern Warfare 2, are coming back in Modern Warfare 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, there's going to be a lot of quality of life changes that kind of it's basically just reverse back like five years uh, for a lot of features because a lot of the multiplayer fan base has been kind of let down by a lot of these new changes. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of things about uh, too much realism, a lot of talk about too much realism in an arcade shooter, uh, which has kind of been it's been the the talk for a it's been the talk since uh, Modern Warfare 2019, which mm -hmm. people loved that game. But then after it kind of ended and we went back to Cold War, people were like, what is this? But Cold War was the essential. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the definitive what COD used to be. Yeah. And then it got kind of bad reviews and kind of stalled. But, I mean, after now, I mean, pros go back to Cold War to play tournaments instead of staying on the new game or going back to Vanguard or any other game, they stay on, they go back to Cold War. Well, my thing with the realism part is that I, I don't, maybe COD has done this in the past, but I know there are some games, some games out there that they have like a realism slider kind of basically is to where you can make it as realistic as you want to, or as not realistic, especially with like blood and graphics and gore. Some countries don't allow that. And so yeah. they have a slider on it to where you can turn it off. If you feel like it's too much for you or something, or is it more just like the well, actual like surrounding areas? The actual it's realism. well, the the game build, right? Mm -hmm. So in Modern Warfare Two, every attachment that you add makes the gun heavier. It doesn't show that trait, but mm -hmm. every attachment you make you add to the gun makes it heavier. So you meaning walk a slower, little slower, yeah. little slower, and all these different things. And uh, they got rid of slide cancel and uh, no red dot on the radar when an enemy shoots, mm -hmm. which. I mean, that was like a trademark thing for COD is like you kind of know where they are generally based on where they're shooting and you can better position and it creates a lot more thought about mm -hmm. the tactics instead of, oh, I'm listening for a sound cue in this year and this year trying to echo locate where they are like mm -hmm. a bat, you know. So uh, reverting all these – oh, my bad. Uh, reverting all these uh, hyper-realistic changes such as, you know – just all like no reload cancel was mm -hmm. a huge one it gets me killed a lot because mm -hmm. you go to reload and then it, it has a sequential reloading so if you take out the the magazine or the animation gets yeah. the, the magazine you can switch guns or try to reload cancel and then it'll bring back when you're trying to put it in restarting that part of the animation gotcha and it'll get you killed mm -hmm. every time it, it's so annoying at this point at least in the competitive scene i can get why it'd be uh very uh, immersive and stuff like that for the casual player but for the competitive scene it's been really damaging it's been really this year has been a huge burnout uh, year for a lot of players but yeah so going into the next game Sledgehammer's always been really good about listening to the competitive scene and so they're kind of reverting a lot of those changes which thank goodness can be done in this engine I was a little worried but uh, then we're hoping and praying that it'll be basically the main rumor is we're going to get on a nostalgia fest for the next year Mm -hmm. until we get to the Treyarch game because mm -hmm. Treyarch has always nailed it out of the park when they get actual time to do things. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, case in point, Black Ops 4 was not the greatest game. It was great for competitive, but it was not great as a whole because they basically were told by Activision, hey, cut your, uh, cut your campaign, do a, do a battle royale. Within the last two months of development, mm -hmm before release yeah. because Fortnite got big. And then that blackout game mode only lasted for that year. And then we got to, I think it was right before Modern Warfare 2019, which then had Warzone. Mm -hmm. And now Treyarch is basically the only developer doing a lot of the work. 
so they did this game's ranked and stuff like that so yeah lots to be excited for lots of changes that are exciting and uh i'm i'm just ready to get into that season i'm ready for spring i mean for do you think another topic do you think that the microsoft buyout is gonna change maybe do you think they might give a little bit more time or do you think that they're gonna say you still have the allotted for uh treyarch probably won't need any more time mm -hmm. uh if they do they might extend maybe a month but I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it. And plus, where this game's been in development for so long, I doubt Microsoft would really do anything to change it that late in the in the process. The only uh, the games that I'd see them starting to actually impact mm -hmm. would be about two years down the line okay. from now. So it'd be after that Treyarch game, mm -hmm. uh, if they decide that Treyarch game's going to last two years, or if they have, um, I'm sure that Infinity Ward will be the next one up after that. Uh, as we have a cycle of three developers that make these games and they all kind of play different based on the developer, which is kind of fun. It's, mm. it keeps it fresh, but, uh, yeah. Mm. So I wouldn't see Xbox making any real impact until, especially after the PlayStation deals are done when, uh, that'd be 2025, uh, when that deal runs out and, uh, they can officially start putting the old Xbox games mm -hmm. on, well, the old Call of Duty games on Game Pass. Mm -hmm which is, I mean, that's yeah, exciting. They have a couple of the new ones. I remember um, the newest one is on Game Pass. That was the only reason why that I played one game of Warzone, and then I put it down. Well, it's also, <laughs> Warzone is free as well. Yeah, well, for some reason, it was like I had to, like, have the uh, main campaign, like, actual game, and then I could get Warzone for some reason, but luckily, yeah. I had Game Pass, so I could just do through that but that's nice mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's interesting yeah it's definitely gotten better in the last few weeks mm -hmm. uh months and actually they uh got rid of i think it was fourteen thousand hackers wow in the last 24 hours holy oh my god it's been a purging but it, it's been a needed one there's still it's still so bad there there's i mean it's just like any free to quote unquote free to play game yeah. there's gonna be hackers it's just gonna be hard to kind of yeah, well, Get they even, uh, they finally added, now you have to put your phone number in to play the game. So you have to have, so I play on Steam, right? Mm -hmm. I had to connect my phone number to my Steam so then it could verify that I actually, you know, have a phone or mm -hmm. am a person. Because, but I mean, that can always be bypassed, like Skype or whatever. Like, you can get a well, phone number through Skype yeah, or something. Yeah, but it has, to be, it has to be a verified phone number and mm. all of this stuff. It, it's, it's a whole thing. So, like, you have to go through a phone verification process on Steam, and then you can play. Hmm. So, I'm sure that'll lower player numbers, but also that'll be, like, anybody that really wants to play the game. Oh, it's also, not going to stop anybody that wants to play the game. No, yeah. but it'll stop a lot of hackers from having a backup account or a different IP address and all the all these different things. It'll, so it'll help a lot, but it adds a couple more steps. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's not going to impact that much, yeah. in my opinion. <sighs> yeah, so uh, straying away from, from COD for a second, mm -hmm. we're getting closer to the season and uh well to the fall season not sure exactly what we're going to do yet and mm. at least in the cot scene but yeah, you uh, have an update with a player um do i yes i don't think I you're do. still looking for players well, oh to fill yeah your i'm BT. still i'm very yeah. much looking for play yeah i i didn't have a player in my zone when you said oh, player, i was like i do <laughs> like no uh i don't have any uh players for a second team mm -hmm. we have a we have a full main roster but we are looking for people to build a second team and uh there's a league that does 
a second team league. So we would play in a league of all second teams, and there's a whole national title. Mm -hmm. There's money associated with it. So it would be really fun to run the gauntlet with some people. If you're on campus and you're listening in, please reach out to me. Please reach out to anybody, get in contact. Or just, like, join and our Discord. Like, that's, that where, that's where we will put all of our announcements. Our Discord is on our Twitter and our Instagram. I'll shout that out here in a couple seconds. But So, yeah, just join our Discord. We put all of our announcements in there for when tryouts are happening, if we have any community events, um, if we're doing any in-person events. Yeah, it's just it's a good place to be. And we are always looking for more players, regardless of what game you play. If there's a game that you're like, it's kind of neat, but there's I have a couple friends at UNL or something and we already have a team going and you know that there's a competitive scene for it just join our discord and we could make a team for you in our club and in our esports org yeah I mean for example we're looking for a rainbow six player we're looking for people to make a halo team uh, we're looking for an apex team there, there's a lot that we're wanting to have on the table but uh, we just don't have the people that play the games yet and so we're hoping that, you know, everybody out there that's on campus, I mean, this is this is something that you don't even have to, like, really pay for. If you mm-hmm. have the gear to play, you can play. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're already playing. Exactly. You play. You're already playing. You may as well compete under us and mm-hmm. represent your university. We're a registered RSO and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. We're getting a facility, which hopefully will be soon. And it, it'll be soon no matter what. It'll be within the next year. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we're, we're hoping to go to local area events, uh, both here and travel. So, for example, for Call of Duty, uh, Ohio State hosts an invitational LAN every year. Illinois does. So all these different uh, teams mm-hmm. host these uh, LAN tournaments where you go and they have a whole setup for you. And uh, you play on a on a latency-lacking uh setup that is all you know instantaneous it's very smooth and it it puts you to the test it's it's a real like test your metal kind of situation and yeah so if you're looking to compete if you're looking to play with other people on university or if you're just wanting to talk about games or anything just you know reach out join the discord Mm -hmm. and yeah have a great time and if you're a fan uh check us out on our socials Mm -hmm. because we will very much enjoy some husker fan base Mm -hmm. some husker hype we, we really appreciate the Husker fan base, and we want to get more involved with them and you guys. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Just, you can follow us on Twitter at eSportsNebraska. Yeah. Yes. Twitter Twitter is the main one right now for, for socials. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an Instagram. We have a, uh, we have a TikTok as well. Uh, but we are way more active on Twitter. It's just how Twitter is. Right? Yeah. Twitter's Twitter just is just very much the video game scene. Everybody posts their memes. It's more yeah. – I mean, TikTok as well, but – yeah, we don't I have a, a video editor, so maybe if you really like editing videos and you want to, yeah. you know, you can do that. We've got a lot of we got a lot of spots open for a lot of people who, whatever your passion is, mm-hmm. if you want to be with us, we're very happy to have you on board and very happy to have you help us out in any way that you wish to help. Yes. So mm-hmm. we're going to take a break right now. We'll be back in a few minutes to talk a little bit more. <laughs> 